Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 102, Authors Promotion Show. I'm a flight attendant and that is my superpower with Jessica Desere Boysenold, flight attendant and author. Please subscribe to Panta Kalho Transition Channel and order my book Moods of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Hi everyone. How cannot be excited in this beautiful weather? Tell me about that. Yes. We love beautiful. it. How are you, Jessica? I am amazing. How are you? I'm very good. I'm so happy to have you. She's a fly attendant and uh, uh, recently she published her book to bestseller. Wow. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> and Thank uh, you. this is the first time I have live attendant in my show. Uh, mm-hmm. When we talked together, I thought that going to be a very unique topic because these days everybody delays their flight mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm dying for a trip because every year uh, we used to do a lot of trip, like two, three months per year. We always were somewhere else, but these days we, uh, we have some challenges. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and I know for you is much more difficult because mm. you've been on the air all the time, and mm. I don't know what you're doing right now. And tell me about yourself, Jessica. Uh, first of all, welcome to my show. I'm Thank very you. excited and happy for you. And tell me what you do these days. And first, mm. tell me about yourself. How did you start to be a flight attendant? Mm, great question. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited to be joining you today on your show. Thank you for the invitation and thank you for everything that you're doing, uh, which is incredible, giving back and being an incredible woman, empowering women uh, in your life. So thank you for having me today. So flight attendants, I was actually... 24 when I started, but I was studying uh, sociology in university. I loved what I was studying. I just didn't know which direction I was going to go. I needed to do a master's degree. I didn't have the grades at that time. I preferred partying. And so I didn't know which direction I was going to go. And then one evening I was at a a summer night at a party and my friend said, hey, this airline is, is hiring last minute. Go to the interviews. I had a year prior interviewed at another airline just for a summer gig. I didn't get it. I've always wanted to travel all the time. So I said, hey, why not? My mom always told me, what's the worst that can happen, right? So I went to the interview, got hired right away, two weeks after, quit school, quit my job, sitting in the training center for eight-week training And, you know, I'm sure maybe you can relate or the viewers can relate when you know deep down in your gut you belong where you're at at that specific moment. That's what happened to me. I just knew I was at the right place in that time. So 
That was 2010. Fast forward now, 11 years. Love my career so much that I can talk about that. But <laughs> uh, the pandemic happened, right? So my last flight was February 2020, actually. So it's been 16, 17 months where I haven't been flying, which is something that I love. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much my career. <laughs> So how long have you been flying? 11 years this year. Wow. 11 yes. years is long. And yes. it's so difficult. Like suddenly you're just, oh my goodness, uh, I'm here. <laughs> yes. I'm watching, not flying. So I know it's going to be very difficult. But you are very powerful because I seen you to start another career. And you started another book right mm -hmm. away. I told her, I'm going to see your book published. <laughs> and I'm very excited to see this book because mm -hmm. it's very unique. Mm -hmm. There are other fly attendants inside the book, right? Yes. 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 How, many, yes. How, many, how many of them? Oh, sorry. It froze for a second. So we are 21 flight attendants that came together uh, to write this book collaboration. Wow, it should be exciting. <laughs> so tell me about this. First of all, tell me about your experience right now as a flight attendant. Mm. What when when you just find out that it's pandemic and you cannot fly anymore? What mm -hmm. did you do? And how did you replace uh, to what whatever you're doing right now? Mm, great question. So um, when the pandemic happened, I was on vacation. I had just come back from Colombia, two weeks in Colombia with my my daughter. And so I was in Colombia. I, I wasn't watching the news. I didn't know what was happening. So I landed in Montreal. And that's when my sister, my mom, my dad, are you okay? Do you have COVID? I said, what is this COVID? You know, I had no idea what was going on. I just found out the schools were closing. I was, oh my God, what is going on? So the first few weeks, was very stressful, very, you know, fear, uncertainty. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that felt this way. It's like, what's going to happen? The flights were being canceled, canceled. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? So the first two months, I took the time to just stay home and relax. And I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried. I said, no, I'm going to have faith. Everything's going to be okay. And it was nice to be home. As a flight attendant, it is a lifestyle. So that's what I love the most about the job is to be on this different schedules, different flights, different colleagues every month, different destinations. It's always an adventure. But we lose a lot of sleep. Uh, we are in a pressurized environment. It's not good for our body. Uh, I lose so many nights of sleep. I'm away from my daughter. So there's so many good things that I love, but there was so, so, such good things to the pandemic that I was able to stay home. So I enjoyed the time with my daughter. I enjoyed the time to just slow down, learn Spanish, read, you know, things that we don't do, take the time to do as much. And so, then it really hit me a few months after. It was more in the fall, I would say, fall 2020, that it hit me. I'm, oh my, when am I, am I going to be back? I miss traveling because just my personal travels, 
I like to go three, four times a year, right? So now I can't do that anymore. I'm not going to work anymore. I'm 45% of my salary. That moment it hit me. And then I had a little bit of a, a dark period where I was more sad and angry. And, and then I said, no, <laughs> that's not the kind of woman that I am. So let me, you know, give back. What can I do to give back and get in that good energy? So my first book collaboration uh, was 300, it's right here, 365 Empowering Stories. Uh, shout out to Mr. Gordon So and Miss uh, Randy Goodman. And when I uh, participate in that book collaboration. I ordered 500 copies of the book and I said, dad, I'm going to sell all these 500 books, collect $10,000 for you to give to my little sister that has cerebral palsy. So I started that in 2018. So when 220, December 2020 happened and I was like, okay, what can I do? I started again to you know, raise that money for them. And that really brought me back into that great energy and that powerful woman that I am. And I don't mind sharing that vulnerable story because we all have these, you know, tough situations or different in the pandemic. Everybody had it differently, right? And so that really was exciting and really a shout out to everybody that's contributed to the cause bought a copy uh we have collected over three thousand dollars so far so i'm still on the mission to to do the full ten thousand dollars but that's what brought me back into that mission being an author being proud of a book collaboration and then came the idea of the flight attendant collaboration because i was i was home and i said you know what people need to hear what is it really to be a flight attendant it's such there's so many myth behind the job we would hear it on the news i said okay we need to create that book so that we can educate people what it is to be a flight attendant we have to come together and share our unique stories there's so many unique adventure stories traveling the world exploring uh, situations on the plane so that was the second mission and then the third mission i said okay we're going through this pandemic we are one of the most impacted industry in the whole world so why not come together be the voice of the aviation tell everybody that this is an empowering message of resiliency because we are resilient. So came about this idea and we started um, the project in January, January. And then right away, quickly had my 21 authors and we came together, together and did it. So that kept me busy. <laughs> That's beautiful. So let's just have a few minutes break and we come back again. I have a lot of questions from you. <laughs> Thank you. Please subscribe to Panta Kalho Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. All right, right now I know uh, when people uh, get their shots, they can go and fly mm. soon. So you will be back to your schedule again. And uh, I just have some question about this unique job. Uh, how yes. does it affect your family life? Mm -hmm. Great question. So at, um, at one point in my life, I was a single mom. 
So that was very, very difficult. And the schedules are different. Every airline varies. And um, how can I put it in a short? Uh, yeah, every airline varies in the schedules and the flights that they offer. And it also depends what period of, of the, the year or is the airline hiring a lot of people at the same time or you're the last hired. So you can be on reserve, which is on call, or you can have a block, which is a, a fixed schedule. So every month, you know your schedule for the whole month. If you're on call, you know the days that you'll be called, but you won't know your destinations. And then if you're on a block, you'll see the destinations um, and uh, where you're going, which days you're working. With that being said, an airplane, you never, you know, you might know what time you're leaving, but you never know when you're going to be back because there's temperature, the, you know, too much wind, snowstorm, um, too much ice, you can't land. Uh, airport closure, mechanical. So you never know. It happened to me. I had to stay an extra day in London. So that's what I tell my partners, babe, you know, I, I'm leaving on this day, but I might not come back that same time that's on my schedule. So that's very um, flexible. You never know what type of schedule, even getting to the airport, Sometimes the plane doesn't leave on time, right? Um, so family-wise, you have to have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, as far as if the plane doesn't land on time, if the partner can't go get the children, you have to have somebody else on standby <laughs> to go take care of the kids. With that being said, we have a lot of days off. So right now, before the pandemic, I was working about 14 days a month, which at the end of the day, I'm home a lot, right? But when I'm not home, I'm not home, if that makes sense. So um, it's, it's, it's my kind of lifestyle that I love, because if you tell me tomorrow, Jess, you're going to be doing nine to five for the rest of your life, Monday to Friday, I will not be in a good mood because that's not what I like to do. I like to have a different uh, flexible schedule every month. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much on, on, if that makes sense. you have anything else you want to ask yeah. about the schedules <laughs> yeah um another thing i was going to ask is um, about your sleep shortage i know whenever i go somewhere especially when i have a lot of jet lag like, and are a lot of like eight hours or 10 hours jet lag you know it's too much how can you recover from it how can like you are still uh not in your biologic time and then yeah. you have to do some stuff that uh, your body doesn't say that to do <laughs> doesn't say to do so what do you do with the jet lag every mm -hmm. in, during this 11 years <laughs> great question so the best recipe is really to take your take care of your body um, when you're home or you're at work a lot of water intake exercise eating healthy those are really and we've heard it all before but it's even even more important as a flight attendant because when you're in a pressurized environment the oxygen level is lower the um uh it's very dry in the airplane so you know you need to drink 
so much water. When I get to the uh, hotels, I'll go work out because it really helps with the jet lag. Um, sleeping as much as you can. Sometimes I'll get to my hotel and I won't do much because I need to let my body rest. Um, you don't get used to the jet lag. <laughs> Even after 11 years, I still get <laughs> very jet lag. So it's not something we get used to. It's just uh, a choice that we've made to do this job. So we just make it work for us. Uh, but everybody finds their own routine that works best for themselves. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so how, yes, I know that you finally overcame and you did some stuff that you never done before and mm -hmm. some uh, useful writing and doing some work uh, what about your others co-authors can you tell me about that like i need to i'm very curious about you yes I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the authors are my very close friends so um i can maybe share about melissa which she had a very very tough time in the beginning when we first had our layoff letter so the reason why the book was launched june 7th is because it was one year after our airline gave us our layoff letter so it was very significant for us to launch that date so for her that summer was very tough um she explains it as she had lost her identity doing that job for four years loving everything about it and then boom she loses it and then on top of it her grandmother passed away so for a few months she was really really having a tough time of what am i going to do like who am i i have to reinvent myself and one of my quotes is i had to be broken to be rebuilt to be the woman i am today So that's exactly what she did. She rebuilt herself and she took on an, an, a new business entrepreneur. And now she is empowering women to take care of themselves inside out, which is amazing what she's doing. Uh, many of the other authors already had businesses as well. Uh, one Sky Import, she had an online business, uh, coaching business, Now I'm like, you're a, <laughs> I didn't bring my notes of all my authors, but, um, you know, many already had side business before. And that's one thing that you might hear or notice with flight attendants. We are multi, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we, we like to touch many things, you know, there's the, what multitasking. Mm, no, I'm looking. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But we many most flight attendants were already doing something else on the side apart from being a flight attendant. We have teachers, we have lawyers, we have uh, real estate agents. Many, many real. In my book, I have three <laughs> real estate agent, um, coaches, therapists. Many, many flight attendants, like I said, most flight attendants were already doing something else. So for many of us, having this pandemic, being home, brought them to, you know, put more energy and time into that business that they were already building, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. That's like I see during this pandemic, many people find their options and a lot of things goes live right now, especially to see what I'm doing is podcasting. Yes. If it was not pandemic, I never done this. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, and I, sorry, and I want to add yes. some of the flight attendants in the book were not laid off. They continued flying right um so one of them you know it was a bit on and off but she was able to spend a little bit of time with her son at home but at the same time she was flying through this pandemic uh this other flight attendant as well so we're all having different perspective on this pandemic whether they were flying or not because it's very different in the flying conditions the uh, environment and circumstances were very different what we are used to. So that was a huge adjustment to them wearing the mask all flight. You're, you're hardly able to breathe without a mask. So I cannot imagine working with a mask because you're like, there's no air wearing that special gown, not being close to passengers, not having the real contact that we love so much, right? Because most flight attendants, we love that contact with the passengers and, you know, not having a full service. So you're in the back, the flight is, you know, much longer because you're not working as hard. So it was a huge, huge adjustment for those that were flying. Oh, especially the mask. You know, I can't like when I go for shopping, I can't uh, I can't wait to take it off. <laughs> it's very difficult. Like for how many hours, eight hours, 10 hours, you just have this mask and you can't remove it. It's just, yeah, I know it's so difficult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me about your, you have your website. No, you have your Facebook, right? You have the yes. Facebook. Uh, do you have any freebies, anything or any future plan? When is your published date? I know you're already published in digital. When is your published there for your print? Yes, for those that are watching, um, just to give you a bit more, I did share about the missions of the book, but the title is I'm a flight attendant. That is my superpower. And I want to touch on the superpower a little bit because people might have already ideas. Oh, the reason why we chose the superpower is not only to the flight attendant and you'll get to read that section in the book which is amazing shout out to christina uh, that did such an incredible explaining the superpowers of a flight attendant because we're wearing so many hats we're on when our we're on board I'm a server, I'm a nurse you know we do so many things because we are confined in that in that tube that we do have those superpowers but the superpower is also that no one is you and that is your superpower so if you're watching you each have a superpower and you can go to our website mysuperpower.world you'll get to read all the biographies of all the 21 authors we added some beautiful traveling pictures we wanted you to travel at the same time if you can't live leave the country right now at least you can travel through these pictures and if you go fill out the form to order your copy today you type in the code my superpower i will do a two for one so if you buy a copy i will give you two you know why because i love 
to give to um to give to people so then you can get a second copy to give to your best friend to give to your mom your uncle your aunt so that is what you can do and that's my offer today <laughs> i can't see your website here can they find it in facebook or on facebook they will be able to find it i do have a facebook page as well okay. which is mysuperpower.world my and superpower the, because uh, that's gonna be in audio so if you yes. just yeah so if you, you i'm sorry if you go on my instagram page under my bio the link straight to the website will be there okay that's perfect and <laughs> your name um so it the, your website is your name right my personal website jessicadsb.com and you'll have the link to my superpower.world on that website as well. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> All right, Jessica, if you have any other recommendation for whoever right now is watching you and wish to uh, write a book, hmm. please let me know. And uh, yeah, how, how can we enjoy this moment? <laughs> I love it, I love it. So. Um, I didn't share about this part of my story, but I want to just take a few minutes to step back. When I talked about 365 empowering stories, that was the first, uh, my first foot in the author world. And let me bring you back into 2017, where I was separating. I was becoming a single mom. I didn't know where I was going to live. I was on call at work. I was at a moment in my life. I knew I wanted more than being a flight attendant. And I did want to be an author, but I saw that as much later in my life. And so I was fortunate and blessed to be at a uh, Toronto Ec Women Expo where they were offering to be part of a good book collaboration. To me, it made so much sense. It was you know, small fee, I write a small story, I'm in it, I'm an author, I'm a published author. And so it made so much sense. And I, I, I kept my door open to opportunities. So that's my first lesson for you today. Keep your eyes open to opportunities because they are left and right. And then I had the opportunity to be in a second book collaboration, which is 30 plus one resilient stories in during the pandemic, actually. And again, there is so much power in coming together and sharing our vulnerable stories. So my invitation is let your dreams take flight. If you have a dream of becoming an author, there's so many ways to go about it. There's so many coaches and mentors that can be there to assist you and guide you. So keep your eyes open, believe in your dreams, and just take action. <laughs> I completely agree with you. That's what uh, all of us doing contribution. I started with contribution as well. And then I, I wrote a book with, uh, an, uh, with other 22 contributors inside the book. That was amazing mm. journey because as you said, you don't need to write the whole book. And exactly. the great thing, you, you can connect to each other, you can go to summits, you get a lot of speaking engagement, because if you write your book alone, uh, it's, it's, much, um, it's much more difficult, because uh, it's more difficult to find your connections. 
and uh, you have to go all the way alone. But if you do the contribution and inside the book, you can actually see other opportunities. First of all, you believe yourself as an author, right? Yes. You have a published book and yes. uh, you just need to write a chapter, which I love it. I love this opportunity because the fear of being an author finally broken that time. I see. Oh, I can do that. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna do for my own book, and you get a lot of experience as you contribute with others because you can learn, you can connect, and yeah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> I I love it, and it's so true. You you get to connect with people that you would have not connected if you wrote your book by yourself. With that being said, I will write my own book one day, but being in a book collaboration for me made so much sense when you want to first start and put your foot in the door. And I will add, I know we're we're finishing up soon, but I want to add book collaboration for me transformed my life. Back in 2017 at that Toronto Expo, there was a coach's corner. And at that time I said, I don't need a coach. What am I going to talk about? And I bought their book. I bought uh, Empowering Women to Succeed. I can't remember the volume number, but I bought a book. Came back home and it was a book collaboration, Empowering Women Coming Together to Write Their Empowering Stories. And I was reading through the book and I connected with one of the stories and I started crying my eyes out because I could not believe that this woman that I didn't know had gone through the exact thing that I had gone through. And guess what? I called her and she became my coach. So you never know who you're going to connect as you're reading these stories, which can literally transform your life. So I'm forever grateful for, for that book and for my coach, Haley Patry. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, hey, I know her because I'll be in the book too with the Empowering Women to Yes. Yeah, I saw uh, speaking gig, so she always talk in in em Empowering Women to Succeed series and expo yes. um, lot of uh, exposure you can get mm -hmm. when you do a speaking engagement. And uh, the first time I've done a speaking was there as well. Wow. <laughs> because, yeah, because you get, as an author, you get this opportunity to talk in front of other audience. So yeah, so go there, connect with each other, and uh, you can learn, you can connect, you can start writing your book. I know everybody has some unique idea. Everybody's mm -hmm. unique. And life is short. You don't have, like every time you say, oh, maybe another time, maybe two months later, maybe three months later, but no, don't wait. Don't wait and start it. And if you have open mind, I believe your frequency of your brain and your spirit take you where you need to be. Mm. And you will be connected to those people that will help you to promote your book. And, you know, that's not going to be a very difficult journey. It's going to be easy and it's going to happen to you. Exactly. It's, it's always scary to start something new. Very, very scary. What I've learned in the last six months is 
most of my authors said at one point, I'm not sure if I can do this. I'm not sure if I can write my chapter. I'm not sure if I can write that many words. I don't think my story can be good enough. Maybe I should just get out. And I empowered them. I coached them the last six months. And believe me, now they're all all published author, best-selling international authors, and they are beyond proud because they didn't let those fears and those thoughts get in the way. So my last message for you today, just go beyond your fears and your thoughts become things. So if you believe you want to be an author, just go for it and just get the support and the help. Somebody's there to help you and I'm there. So if you want to connect with me, Reach out, Instagram, Facebook. Will be my pleasure to empower you to to write your book. Beautiful. Thank you for <laughs> all the encouragement and all the inspiration. And uh, I can't wait to read your book and see your printed book in Amazon. Thank you yes. so much for being Thank here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah.